welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast about writing and taking it easy. I am one of your hosts, Mary Mascari. And I'm your other host, Melissa Long. Hey, Melissa, how's the writing going? It is good. It is very good. Yeah. Excellent. And you know why it's so good? Tell me. Because we have excellent social media presence. Yay! That I usually I've noticed that social media presence and writing for productivity are tend to be at odds. But I I suspect that when one is using it as a segue, then maybe that's not as important. And and what a segue it was. Very subtle. Smooth. Smooth. Um so so what were you trying to segue to, Melissa? <laughs> it seems that the Writing Easy podcast has a social media presence. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on all the socials. And you should follow us. And uh, yeah, basically, we both do the the Facebook. You kind of tend to do the Instagram. Uh, and I tend to do the Twitter. And all social media needs to be a little happier. And so we're going to try to do that without ever reading anything else that anyone else <laughs> posts out on Twitter. Because God... <laughs> In and out like a boomerang. <laughs> yeah. And see, that's what you guys should do. Just follow us. It'll be all happy. Ignore everything else. The only thing in your feed. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's all you need, baby. You do, you, do, you do is you open up that tweet deck and you create a column just for writing easy. And then you just read that column. There you go. You don't have to unfollow anybody else. You just do that. That's what I do. I have a little columns. Because otherwise, blah. But anyway, this is not what we're here okay. So thank you very much. Welcome to our podcast about uh, different social media tools that you can use. Uh, we're, no, we're not doing that. We're talking about writing. This is a writing podcast. Mm. It's a podcast about <laughs> writing. Um, and we are continuing our series of Pixar's 22 Rules of Storytelling Out of Order. I imagine we will not get through all 22. Because I'm looking, some of these are just sort of, I don't know if we can make a whole episode out of them. Maybe we'll start grouping them up. But today, I think the one we have chosen yeah, for this week just group them. is absolutely enough for a whole episode. So, Melissa, this one was yours that you picked. Do you want to read it out? Yes. So we chose, or I chose, number 16, which is, what are the stakes? Give us a reason to root for the character. What happens if they don't succeed? Stack the odds against them. I love this. I absolutely so, love this. It's one of the first things I learned about in writing. And that third question, what happens if they don't succeed? I find that to be the most useful question. The, it helps me reveal what, why the stakes are so high. You know, what's the, what's the negative? Maybe it's my pessimistic, anxiety-ridden Russian background. Where I want to see, like, what's the worst that could happen? All right, that, that I understand. <laughs> but um, it, it helps me not just throw crap at the character for no reason it's like okay what what happens if they fail i think one of the basic like the first lessons i learned um, about plotting was that i didn't know how to do it <laughs> when <laughs> i first started writing i really thought it's just a linear progression and i just write like and here's what happens next and then they go here uh -huh. and then they go here and then they go here and uh yeah i had someone sit me down and be like this is not a plot this is just daily life <laughs> in this character's eyes and here's how you plot and the biggest thing was the stakes like it has to escalate you have to know what's yes. at risk and it has to get more complicated throughout the story and the stakes don't have to be like always saving the world 
but they have to be important to that character. I mean, you can write a beautiful short story about someone changing seats on the bus. You know, like it's like a real micro uh, close up view of the 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 distress of I can't sit here and everyone's going to see me move. And I've been doing this for 20 years, you know, whatever reason, you know, to make that change is high stakes. You know, you don't don't think that everything has to be the Avengers um, unless you're writing the Avengers, in which case, you know, you have to save the universe. But they have to be important to the characters and the audience has to understand why they're important. Exactly. And I think also giving us reasons to root for the characters that. So a lot of people have a love hate relationship with the phrase likability and whether or not you have to like mm-hmm. your main characters. Um, but I think what they're getting at is that you have to be invested in that character's success. Mm-hmm. And for in order for that to happen, you have to understand their motivation and what's at stake, what's at risk if they don't get this goal. And it could be a physical thing or an internal and emotional thing. It's it's that, um, uh, I think John Hodgman says it was specificity is the soul of comedy, but it's also the soul of, oh, soul of narrative. That's what he said. Specificity is the soul of narrative. And it is, right? So you the this point is to take whatever it is this this person and it has to be a person doesn't have to be a human or you know just a person uh, a person analog wants something needs something or needs something very much not to happen you know some sort of conflict right that's what that is that matters to them because and and this is this is uh story fuel this is so many times if i read a story and if it's, you know, it's like, oh, well, this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. And they're giving you all this great, beautiful uh, um, world building and really lovely description or maybe even funny dialogue. But I, what happens if they fail? I keep asking that question. And then you see what happened. Now, inevitably, you have to kind of go there and have them fail so you can see it. But you need, it needs to matter. And it, but it doesn't need to, yeah, I'm repeating myself now. Yeah, I... I think it's worth repeating because I think people, like especially newer writers, um, struggle with this concept so much. And I just recently started um, reading and scoring screenplays for a national Mm. competition. Very excited. Uh, And one of the reasons I did it is because it allows me to read a ton of samples of other people's writings. And the, like, by and large, people who are new they almost always miss this. Um, and mm-hmm. so like you are ahead of the game. If you can understand stakes and conflict and you make sure that that is rooted in every scene um, and then in every act <laughs> in your yeah. project, it's because otherwise it's like, it's interesting, but you know, it's not so enough what? for me to say yes. It's not enough for me to publish it. It's not enough for you to win a competition. It's not enough if it doesn't have those things. It does not matter. Yeah, it's it's the story. It's the story engine. It's the it's the the crank that turns the whole thing. If I know that this person, their heart will break if the flower doesn't open, right? And I can explain why their heart will break if that flower doesn't open, and where the flower came from, and tell but why you know, and and always always keep over the head. But the flower isn't isn't hasn't opened yet. It hasn't opened. Is it going to open? Here's why it's so important that it opens. And then at the end, you're like, is it going to open or not? Right now, right. I care, and yeah. and that's that's what it is, and it, it's so it can be so easy to miss. You know what is a good example of the subtle version? Um, well, I guess it's both. 
Do you remember that Tom Hanks movie where he's stranded on the island? Mm-hmm. He's like the Castaway UPS or FedEx. Yes, yeah, Castaway. <laughs> cast and like, how many people cry when Wilson mm-hmm. <laughs> dies? And it's it's just a ball. But and like, he dies. It's a it ball. Dies. And he dies. And he, yes, yep. and it's brilliant because when you look about it, look, you look at it. You're like, this writing and this storytelling is so good that you are invested in an inanimate object <laughs> as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and you feel the loss. You feel the loss of that for um, Tom Hanks's character. And I think death is always the stakes. Now, the death can be physical death or it can be ego death. Um, it's the it's the character's greatest fear, their way of life, their their identity. That's what has to die, and then that dies, and then then what? That's the story. Now, figuring what that, you know, it's very nice to say it in a categorical fashion, but to come up with the details, well, that's the trick. But that, it's really, it's always death. It's either ego death or identity death or actual death. And if it's not that, you haven't gone far enough. If you can get all three, bully. So what's your process for identifying, like trying to figure out the stakes of a character? I think I try to, it depends. It depends on the character. Things that I have done, I'm not going to say I always do this, things that I have done is I have given them a motto, like a, 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 a slogan that, that rules their life, and then I work backwards. Why is that important, and why have they adopted that, and what is that trying to avoid? Or I say, what is this person's fear? What what are they? Because I feel like every human decision comes generally out of fear, especially the, any mistakes, any negative things. They all are writ in fear. So what do they fear? All right, I'm, that is what's going to show up. What do they want to be? Why do they want to be it? Because that's the, that's the second question is why, right. right? And that's where all the fun stuff comes in. And that's where that's where you can get that subtle stuff is, the, is where you start building the why. Like, I, I'm going to write this that flower story, man. It's really good. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I think it's important too. like, even in the ones that seem obvious where there's a, uh, it is a life or death stake. You know, when I'm thinking about some of the horror, some of the um, vampire fiction that I read or Mm -hmm. urban fantasy fiction where they're slaying actual monsters or demons, there's Mm -hmm. always that internal stake too. Like you said, like that Mm -hmm. ego piece or like there's something emotionally at stake too and so it's really helpful to find both figure out what both mm-hmm. pieces um are so that you have something that's not just surface level and um and physical but that it's it goes deeper than that because that's going to allow your characters or your readers and your audience to better connect with your hero if they know the emotional journey too yeah and that internal thing is more important than the physical thing Absolutely. If you can get that across, why this is important, that's when you forged the the bond between the reader and the character. And it's tricky, but that's that's what you need to do. Is, is you can't you don't have to worry about them making them cool, or making them sexy, or making them um, interesting, because that's another thing I see people do. Like, oh, I'm gonna make my character interesting. Yeah, da 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 da. Yeah, da 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 And and you know, showing off how witty they are. Um, and that's that can be cool too, whatever. But the thing that that really hooks them in, that really creates that bond, is that 
that relating to what's what's at stake what's wrong what what am i going to die why is this why is this death important why do i care that's where and i i'm repeating myself again and I'm, probably because it's a friday afternoon and i'm worked all week um yeah but yeah i think if you I'll have to edit that to make sense <laughs> um i was gonna say i think if you want to better understand how to give the audience a reason to root for the character you should study soap operas because mm, they okay. are amazing they have a, the same central cast for decades basically and yeah. every, you know, six or eight weeks, there's a different plot. And the hero one minute is suddenly the villain in the next sort of cycle go around. Mm-hmm. And you just watch these, the audience, like you'll be rooting for someone so much. And you're like, I want them to win. These people are so bad and they need to overcome this. Mm-hmm. And, da, 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 da. and then the next thing you know, like they're the villain. You're like, I can't stand this character. And it's mm-hmm. great to see how they do that along the way. And part of it is understanding the motivations behind mm-hmm. a character, even a villain or an antagonist's actions. Um, and knowing that just because you're the antagonist doesn't mean that you're an evil or bad person all the way around. A lot of times when we get mm-hmm. that perspective and we understand where they're coming from, suddenly we're like, oh, they're a little bit more relatable. Or like, oh, maybe oh, yeah. in that in their shoes, I would have done something similar. You give them those moments. It's just a great yeah. way to understand the nuances of building character over time. It's like in real life. <laughs> you know, when you get to know someone, you're like, like oh, now life. I see where you're coming from. And that's part of our job um, is to is to not impress the reader but to engage and enrapture and and I and let them identify, let them go. That's me. I was watching uh, The Force Awakens yesterday because it was on, and there was that moment where, spoiler, uh, Ray gets the lightsaber. You know, he goes past. Which is the what? Past. <laughs> yeah, and she's got it. And I, I still, I've seen this movie like ten times, and I still get excited because that's me. Right. That's I. That's right. Yes. I want to be Ray. And, and I, I am. I win, you know. And so I mean, that's why game shows have normal people on them. So I have one last question for you. Oh, which is my question is the stack the odds against your character, uh, because mm-hmm. I know this is true. But this is the thing I struggle with the most because I oh, yeah. love my characters and it is so hard for me to be mean to them and to torture them and to mm-hmm. put them through pain and agony. Um, and so I just want to call that out. I'm curious, like, do you have that same reaction or is it very easy for you to be mean to your characters? No, no, it's not. I I, I can't. I also have to fight the urge to be a little too precious with them because I have identified with them. It's funny because I'm actually... Uh, a, DMing a D and D campaign, and I have to remember to be mean to my players. And when I am mean to my players, then the fun stuff comes out. Uh, so it's the same same problem. Because there's also the I don't want this to be a story of of torture, right? Of just like they have to they have to be victorious at some point. So I think maybe more of testing them. I think it, maybe that might be a better way of thinking of it, rather than torturing them testing them you're teaching them you're putting them in situations that they will try to learn from and every time you're hoping they get it and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't but you're the you're the teacher you know being their their spiritual guide to to get 
exactly where they what they need to learn um, and hoping every time that they make it. And then you just make the class harder. I love that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> I, I, cool. I really well, like that's that. That's why I said it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Because my default is to let them have what they want, but yeah. then it not to be like to end up being more complicated or it's like, actually, they thought they wanted this, but you really don't because you just, you know, introduced a whole mm-hmm. other villain or whatever. Yeah. You know, and there's something to be said for that, for, yes. you know, if it's just uh, like there's that mash episode for one of a boot where... um where Hawkeye wants to get a boot. And it's that, it's that same, it's that classic uh, uh, fairy tale story too, where, oh, I want a boot, so I'm going to go to this guy to get a boot. And the guy who wants a boot says, uh, I'll get you a boot if you get me an appointment with a dentist. And so he goes to the dentist and the dentist wants something. And so he goes to get the thing for the dentist. And then the idea is you go back through. It's a, it's a, it's a story you've seen a million times and sometimes they play on it. And that's, you know, that can be fun too, where it's the, the stakes don't increase, they just get more complicated. That's another way of doing it. I mean, that's the other thing to keep in mind is there's no one right way or wrong way. If you pull it off, you pull it off. But if you don't know what to do to the person, you know, just kill someone. Just randomly. Fuck. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like, well, people die randomly in the world, real world. What? What's the problem? Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, you know that wise sage we were going to? Dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually hilarious. <laughs> I, I kind of like that. It's like we're climbing the mountain, and once we get them, then we'll fix. Oh shit! <laughs> They're dead. Now what? Well, I think we've done a really good job because not only did we uh, talk about social media, and we've talked about the question. Now we can we can be done. We can and let our listeners get on with their lives and go write. Now that they're so inspired, go write. Get some words go on write. the page. Do it, man. You can do it. It's important. So I, and then we're just going to remind you that writing is easy. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we're going to remind you. Oh, for God's sake. And you're like, so take it hard. What the hell, woman? Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't I'm going to go right. take a nap and get drunk at the same time. <sighs> it's Friday. <laughs> remind you that writing is hard. So take it easy. I'm Mary and I need a nap. (laughs) I'm Melissa and I need a drink. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.